Today's daf is daf We are beginning uh, towards the bottom of Pehdalad. I'm a days at the two dots, about uh, 15 lines up. It's the, the Mishnah said, Sark, what, uh, how do you, uh, uh, what is the payment for Tsar? And gave the example of Chava Veshvud Masmer, that you uh, burned somebody with a spit or you damaged him with a nail uh, on the Mokom, is it on the, on, the, on the fingernail, a place where there is no wound necessarily, but there still is pain. So uh, the Gemara wants to know who the author of Mishnah, because the author of Mishnah is saying is that there is a payment of tsar, even if it's not associated <coughs> with actual damage. So tsar shalobah makam nezek mishtalem mantano. Who is the author of our Mishnah that holds that you have to pay tsar even when it's not associated with an actual wound? So Amar Rava ben Azahi. So Rava says it is the opinion of Ben Azza. Now we're going to cite a brisa. Let me just set this up. We're going to bring down a brisa that there's going to be two explanations as to how to interpret the brisa. But the the first way of understanding the brisa is going to be the way Rava understands the brisa, and the way Rava understands the brisa, the author of our Mishnah will be Ben Azai and not Rebbe. There's going to be a second way of explaining the brisa, which we're going to make. The, then the author of Mishnah comes out like Rebbe, which is preferred, because obviously if Rebbe was Masadr the Mishnayis, you would assume that he would be Masadr according to his own opinion, and not according to opinion that disagrees with him, which would be the opinion of Ben Azai. But what is it based upon over here? The, the Psukim, there's three terms, that are uh, th- three clauses in the Psukim back to back. There's Kviya Tachas Kviya, Petza Tachas Petza, and Chabura Tachas Chabura. Okay? You have three of these terms. Now, in truth that the Gemara understands, they all are reflecting on some type of pain. Kviya tachas kviya, which is a burn, you pay for a burn, or you a burn for a burn. Petza tachas patza, which is also some type of, of, of wound. And chabura, which is also an injury for an injury. So those are, those are three terms that are, are, are cited together. Now, the Gemara wants to, uh, it, it explains like this. The sign you will learn in a brisa. Rebbe Omer, Kviya Nemra Tchilo. That Kviya was Nemra Tchilo. Now the question is, what does that clause mean? Kviya Nemra Tchilo. Kviya was said uh, initially. The initial, the, 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 the Rava's understanding of the brisa, listen carefully, is that what Tchilo means is that that's what you would have initially thought. Means that the, the word Tchila means, that would have been the Havamina. The Havamina, when you read the Pasuk, that says, Kviyatachas Tchila, that's, this is what you would have thought. But that's not what it means in halachically. When you read the whole Pasuk, you see that's not what Kviya means. So initially, uh, that's, that's the way Rav understands Rebbe. Rebbe Omer, Kviya Nemar Tchila. That the, the initial understanding of Kviya would have meant just a burn. Benazai Omer, Chabura Nemar Tchila. No, the initial understanding of the word Kviya would have been understanding not just a burn without a wound, but it means a burn with a wound. That's what we would have initially understood. Now, that's, that's all they say. That's all they say. Now, let's understand. So, what is the Machlokas? But my Kamifliki. So, Rebbe Savar Kviya delays by Chavura Mashma. That the word Kviya on its own, if all you had was the words Kviya Tachas Kviya, I would have thought, you know what type of damage I'm dealing with? I'm dealing 
dealing with a pain that, uh, that does not involve, it's a burn that does not involve actual injury. That's why the third clause goes and says Chabura Tachas Chabura because that will define for us that when it says Kvir you only Chayev when when there is actually a Chabura. Alright? The Galuye Allah that reveals to us the Kvir is be Chabura. That Kvir is not like you would have thought initially Kvir is without an injury that you're only Chayev to pay for, an, uh, for pain when there is an actual uh, injury associated with it. Chabura in and Elo, and if it's got, got no uh, uh, injury associated, lo, you would not have paid. You would not pay. Ben Azay Savar, Ben Azay held no. You know what Kvir initially understood? Kvir initially meant where there is a Chabura. Well, if Kvir initially is to understood where there is a Chabura, then why you have to repeat the clause at the end of the Pasuk of saying Chabura Tachas Chabura? That's to reveal to us that what? That the kvir that's mentioned in the beginning of the pasuk is even without a chabura. That's how Ben that's that's how Ben Azai understood. So Ben Azai saw kvir is be chabura mashma. Kvir initially would be understood without a chabura. So therefore, because of Rachman a chabura, that's why. Kriya means the Isbe Chabura, that it has a Chabura. Therefore, Kazav Rahmana Chabura, that's why the Torah wrote Chabura at the end of the Pazuk, Legaluye, to reveal to us that when it says Kviya in the beginning of the Pazuk, the correct understanding is, is even the Kviya delays by Chabura, even if there is no Chabura. So basically, the way Rava's understanding, again, remember, the Brysa doesn't elaborate. All the Brysa <laughs> said is, the Brysa's words were, is that uh, uh, that Rabbi Omer Kvir Nemar Tchila and Bazal and others said Chabura Nemar Tchila. What Rav is explaining is that the Brisa is referring to the initial understanding. Tchila means what the Havamina would have been. Tchila, this is what I would have thought. So according to Rabbi, it means Kvir Nemar Tchila would have only been a pain without a wound. That's why it writes Chabura at the end to tell you that the Kvir in the beginning has a wound. And according to Benazah, he says Chabura Nemar Tchila is to teach me that I would have thought Kvir initially would have thought it means with a wound. That's why it writes Chabura again to tell me the Kvir means without a wound. But the problem is that if you learn this way, like Rabbi said, that our Mishnah will only go like the opinion of Benazai and not go like the opinion of Rabbi. So Maskevilar, and not the opinion of Rabbi. So, because usually it's more Gishmak that, you, you, that, that goes like Rabbi. We'll see two reasons Rashi gives. Maskevilar Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, Adarabah, from the reading of the Brisa. I would say that that's not the correct understanding to make it only go like Ben Aze and not go like like Rebbe. If Chamestabra, I hold that if that Fakert, that the reading of the Brisa, I understand that Rebbe is the Tan of our Mishnah and not Ben Aze. So Rashi says, why is it If Chamestabra? One is the reason we just gave is because Lachora Rebbe is the uh, redactor of the Mishnayas, you'd rather the Mishnah go like him and not like a disputing opinion. Why would he make a Mishnah go like the Burzun Ischailuk with him? Number one. The second reason, Rashi says, is that uh, that Papa is bothered by is the word Nemra. Chvia Nemra Tchilo is Mashma Nemra means that's what it actually is saying. Not what I would have thought it's saying. Right? The way Rob is learning is what they're saying in the Brisa is not the Maskana. What they're saying in the Brisa is the Havamina but it's incorrect. But when you use the lotion of Nemra implies that that's not the Havamina that's the Maskana. So therefore according to Ben uh, according to Rav Papa the right way of reading the, the Brisa is the Brisa is telling you not what you would have thought but what the actual outcome is. 
is. Nemra tchila means, tchila means, that's not just the initial way of understanding. That is the tchila. That's what it is saying, that first clause in the Brahza. This is what it's teaching you. So it comes out exactly the opposite now. Let's see. So when it says, Rebbe Yomer Kviya Nema Tchilo, Rebbe holds Faket. That when it says Kviya in the Pasuk, what the Pasuk actually is telling me is what? Is that Savar Kviya De Izbe Chabura Mashma. He holds like this. Is that the Havamin Ataka would have meant Kviya means that there is a wound. Comes along Chabura at the end to tell me what? That that even burn without the wound, and that's what kviya nematchila. That's what kviya in the pasuk is saying. That is the kviya. That first clause in the pasuk is kviya alone without the wound, right? So therefore, again, so again, so savar kviya de is bechabura mashma because cause of rachmana. That's why the Torah wrote chabura legeluya alone the kviya delays bechabura. That the kviya at the beginning is burned only without a wound. Benazai Omer, no, I hold Chabura Nemra Tchilo that the, 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 that that first clause of the Bible says Davka Chabura where there is a wound. Why is it Davka where there is a wound? Because Savar, because he holds Kriya delays Bechabura, because he says Faket the Havamin if would have written Kriya on its own is without a wound. That's why because uh, of Rachmana Chabura the word Chabura at the end is Legeluye Allah the Kriya the Isbe Chabura in Eloi Loi that Davka only when there's Chabura when it's not a Chabura. Basically, it's that the Svar of how to get to where you're getting is the same according to both. The question is who you're attributing it to and it comes out the second way of understanding the uh, the second way of understanding the, the, the Brysa. Now Rebbe is aligned with the opinion of, 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 of which is the Mishnah. is the author of the Mishnah. And the initial, the, the statement of the Brysa, not like Rava, that is explain, they're expressing their Havamina of understanding the Pasuk. Now it comes out, according to Rapopa, that the expression, what they're expressing in the Brysa is the Maskona, means how the outcome of the, of the Pasuk <laughs> is to be understood. So this is one way of aligning the Mishnah with Rebbe. Inami, another way offers Rav Papa that you can explain the Brysa not like Rava but the Brysa again is the outcome that according to Rebbe it's even if there is only a burn and not a wound and according to Azar only if there's a wound there's another way to understand the Machlokas what's another way to explain the Machlokas one of the Yud Gimel Midashatari dresses by hand is a Klaluprat what is a Klaluprat? a Klal means something that's more broader and a prat is something that's much more defined. So if you have a klal and then you have a prat, the rule is that the prat defines the klal. Means it's only what's contained in the prat and is not broadened like the klal would have suggested. A klal of prat. Now what happens if you have a situation like this? You have a klal, then there's some other clause in between, and then you have a prat. Can you still make a klal and prat if the prat is not mamish right next to the klal. Says the word, that's going to the machlokas over here. Because the klal is chabura, uh, is kviya tachas kviya. Because kviya, according to both of them, could mean with a burn, could mean without a burn. It's a general, it means it's a burn with a, with a wound, without a wound, it's much broader. Alright? Petra tachas potza is going to be teaching us something different. It's go- and then you come, chabura tachas chabura, which could be going back on the klal, or maybe not. Do we say that when it's a klal with a prat at the end, that it's defining or not? Now, it comes out like this. If you hold it, you could still make the klal a prat. So then what would it be teaching me? That the only time you pay for tsar 
if like it says in the Prat, where there's Chabura. Oh. Or if you tell me that no, you don't make a Klal of Prat in a case where they're distant. So then the Klal is, whether it has a burn, whether it doesn't have a burn. Okay? Then, then you have Petatakas Pats, and then you have Chabura. We'll see what you use Chabura for. But it's something, it's not, it is not going back on the Klal. Therefore, whether there's a wound, whether there's no wound. And that's going to be the Machlokas over here between Rebbe and Ben Azai. So let's see it inside. Or else you could say the The term kviya on its own is broad. It could be you know, a, a burn with a wound, you're chayev. A burn without a wound, you're chayev. Alright, that's where what they're arguing about over here is where you have a klala prat that are distant from one another. That's what they're arguing about. Rebbe Sava, Rebbe is of the opinion, that you can't. Make a klal of prat. And if you can't make a klal of prat, where does that leave you? That the klal of kviya is general. Whether there's a burn, whether there's a wound, whether there's no wound. Ben Aze Saber, no, you could still make a klal of prat over here. Tanin also a klal of prat. That you could still make the klal of prat. Now the question you're going to have to ask, according to Rebbe, we're going to learn like Rashi, Tosa doesn't like it at all, but according to Rashi, so the, according to Rebbe, that you learned that it's not a klal prat, so Chabura is not going back on defining kviya, then kviya meant whether there's a Chabura or there's no Chabura, so then why do I need Chabura? Right? So the Chitema, according to Rebbe, the Chabura, the Rebbe Lamali, why do you need it? The Domim to pay extra money. Now, what does that mean? So Rashi learns it means like this. Rashi learns, what happens if you have a situation where the, the payment for the pain is great? You have to make a, pay a large amount of money. So it's, it's a, a, a huge amount of pain. You have to pay a tremendous amount of money for the pain. And the wound was minimal. It's a minimal chaburo. You might have thought, says Rashi, that in such a case, the, you don't pay for the wound because it's already swallowed up in the pay, excessive payment that has, has to be made for the pain. Kamash Malan, the dummy said, even though you're paying so much for the tsar, you still have to pay the additional small amount for the wound oh, itself. Like yeah, for the Nezek, for the Nezek. So therefore, so even if you have so much you have to pay for the Tsar, you still have to pay for the Nezek. <laughs> Tzitzit says, I, I don't understand that as a half a minute. Tzitzit gives a different shot in what the Dominion say means to take a look at Tzitzit. Let's go back to him. Adam So he said, how do you calculate pain? Now, our, our Mishnah, it says, you ask a person, okay, listen, Rabiyad, if I'm about to do this for you, okay, how much money will you, I have to pay you to let you agree me to, for me to do it? Now, the, the question, this is the way Rashi explains the question, the question that one is about to ask is, you could learn our Mishnah going on the case that we had in the Mishnah, where there's no actual physical damage. I'm going to burn you, alright? It's going to be uncomfortable, you're going to get hurt, and it, but it's regenerates, it's not a permanent wound. So in such a case, you can argue that a person We'll give you an amount for money. Okay, okay, fine. However, how do you know when there is going to be a permanent damage? How do you calculate the pain under that circumstance where there is... I'm going to chop off your hand. How much pain? Right? Now, the way Rashi seems to explain this, and I think it, it works through the sugya, is that because when you're coming to me and you're telling me, okay, guy, I'm chopping off your hand, how much money do I have to pay? You're not separating out in your mind just the value of the pain. 
You're thinking about all of the five damages, what it's going to cost to get the doctor's fees for that. The guy put, will put that in the amount. So, what? Well, you know, I'm losing my right hand. You know, that's, he's not thinking about just the pain part of it. So how do you calculate that and focus on just the Tsar portion alone in such a, in such a circumstance? So one says like this, How do we calculate? Now, Avod Shmuel is going to say something that is somewhat cryptic, and we're going to have to explain what he means, because it doesn't really answer the question. We go up to a person and says, How much money do you want to chop of your hand? And says like this. So again, the Gemara says, But that doesn't help. That that's not going to be the amount that's going to be given. It's not just going to be the tsar on its own. dvarim iko. What are the all five payments are going to be included? The oh, and furthermore, are we talking about insane people? How many people will say, okay, you know what? I can take the pain, chop it off. Who who's going to give any amount of money to say chop off my hand? And that amount. It, it, no sane person will say, okay, it's okay to chop my hand if you pay me a million dollars. It's not going to happen. For I, we're dealing with fools. We're dealing with people that are imbeciles. Ella says the Gemara like this. Must be the way to, what Avu Shmuel means is you have Rahman you have a situation where a person has uh, had some type of accident or somebody already wounded him and the, his hand is already not, no longer functional. It's like it's hanging by the tendons, right? And you go to this person, you say, listen, you're not going to get function in your hand anymore, right? I will give you a thousand dollars. Let me give it a good chop and take it off completely. So in such a case, you're not really dealing with the other payments because its functionality gone. is gone. So that's the amount. That's just the pain. That's just the pain. That's how you, that's what Avodashmu was referring to. So what I say is like this. It's interesting. Rashi, by the way, just I didn't bring it in. Rashi seems to say, uh, uh, you have to understand what he means. But Rashi says, the Chorah, when Tsar is involved and I pay you for the Tsar, I mean, I paid you for, I mean, I mean I'm not Tsar, when Nezek is involved and I paid you for the Nezek, the Chorah, why don't I get the right to chop of your hand? Meaning, like, I shouldn't have to pay for the tsar because I'm already paying you for the nezek. That's what Rashi learns a little bit that's included in the question. I have to work on that. But the, 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 the Gemara's line of reasoning, at least on the question of Avashol, is that you're not addressing really the main point over here, is you cannot separate them out because a person does not separate out just pain. He talks about functionality, he talks about embarrassment, he talks about all those things go through his mind. So therefore, how are you going to get that mind? Someone says, no, it's already hanging. It's already hanging off. Someone says, elekto yod haketua. Simona says, okay. Simona says like this, It's true that there's not going to be Nezek, but it won't only be Tsar. Why? Because even if a hand is not functional, but it's still there. There's a difference between a hand that's not functional and a stump. And therefore, when you ask the person, let me go and turn your hand into a stump, when he's quoting it, he's also thinking about not just the pain. the pain, but he's also thinking the embarrassment factor as well. So you're still not going to get a clear uh, amount on it. Hatsar uboshes iko. 
There's tsar and there's boshes. There's both. There's embarrassment as well. The chasiv milsa. Now it's interesting. The, 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 uh, I'm just going to. The Gemara doesn't say what I'm saying. The Gemara doesn't say the embarrassment factor is because now his hand is turned into a stump. That's that's not what the Gemara is saying. I'm sorry to take that back. What the Gemara is going to say is that that there's the embarrassment factor is that you're going to take his hand and throw it to the dogs. Meaning the fact that you're now discarding a piece of his body that was connected to him and now it's been thrown. It's actually, there's, a, there's, 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 there's a halachic issues that come up from here is are you legally required to bury a body part after it's been uh, cut off? Because the point, the embarrassment the person has over here is he's taking into account that now this is still attached and what, what are you going to do with it is now you're like, you're throwing it away. You're throwing it to the dogs. It could be uh, figuratively. It doesn't be literally, but that's the embarrassment area. And when it says Milsa, when it says like this, because Sivale Milsa, it's still embarrassing to him. That, that you're throwing it to the dogs. It's interesting. The Lord doesn't say what I was saying. The Lord is saying is that's the embarrassment <coughs> factor. There's still boshes involved. So Mara says like this, okay, so what did Avur Vishmul mean? Where is there an assessment where you can pinpoint specifically the pain? So Mara says, Ella, we go like this. Let's say you have a situation where this fellow is in Saudi Arabia, right? In Saudi Arabia, the guy stole. What's the punishment in Saudi Arabia? They cut off your hand. However, like this, they are very uh, humanita- uh, tremendous humanitarians, these Saudis, and they have given you the option. They're telling you, listen, we have a way of doing this with, with chemicals. There's a way of doing it with chemicals that the hand just like withers and dies, and it's a pretty painless situation. Situa- it's, it's like a painless way of doing it. How much will you <coughs> pay? I mean, how much money would you want to get paid? Pay. How much money would you want to get paid? Come out and wrote a little. How much money would you be willing to get to take in order that instead of getting your hand cut? Through the the the, uh, the medicinal medical way, which is uh, using using the, the anesthetic, and we'll use a sword and your full infliction of pain. What would you accept to pay uh, that, that you that you sh- uh, uh, in, in in those terms? So Omnin Kama Adam wrote a little. How much would he accept to take? Yado that is going to be. Anyway, it's going to be uh, uh, cut off as part of the punishment to the to the king. Bain some from going from having it medicinally done lesayif to having it done by the sword. So when it says like this, and when it says still, the bottom line is if they've given him the option to do it with anesthetic, what sane person, no matter how much you pay, even though he's going to lose it anyway, would say, you know what? I'm going to take one for the team. You know, no one, no one's going to agree to that, no matter how much you pay them. A person wouldn't take money to cause himself that level of pain. So Ella says the Gemara, let's switch it around. The case was over here. Actually, the way they did it was the initial verdict was you have to get your hand chopped off by sword. How much would that person be willing <laughs> to pay <laughs> to, not. to not have it, to have it done with the anesthetic? That's the amount that you calculate for pinpointing the pain itself. <laughs> that they should cut his hand, <laughs> that has already been 
decreed by the royalty, by the monarch that has to be chopped off, Bain Sayyid, instead of using a sword, and now we're giving him the option that if he wants to, he has to pay for using the anesthetic. How much would he pay? It's not the same. Now it's the opposite. Because before, the default was he was going to use anesthetic. How much would you pay not to use the anesthetic? No, we're crazy. Who's going to pay anything? Uh, who's going, no matter what you pay the guy, he's not going to want to do it. No, that's now. He's, now it's no. He has the anesthetic. <coughs> he has the way. He has the. No, no. He, uh, I'm sorry. Now I'm sorry. Now he. Ha, he's now he's going to get the pain. <coughs> How much is he going to pay? He's not going to say any money in the world because he doesn't have any money in the world. I mean, what would he rationally pay in order to be able to get the anesthetic? That's how you calculate the pain. So in Amr of Hunabrei of Yeshua, Lechora, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the one that says like this, the problem is that this is a question, you can ask it on the Mishnah as well, you ask it, the, the, the Lushan of the, of the, of, of, of Avur de Shmuel was, how much would he say little? Little implies how much would he willing to be, to, to, to take, how much money would he be willing to take to endure this pain? <laughs> the way we've come up is that you're paying the executioner, you're paying, it's not how much he's willing to take, it's how much he's willing to pay, but that's not the wording. That's not, that wasn't the wording. Lechora, hi little, litain me boyle. Then he shouldn't have said how much would a person accept to get his hand cut off, it should be how much would a person pay to get his hand cut off through anesthetic instead of with a sword. So Amrav Hunabarat of Yeshua, little ze mize masha noson ze. Means it means like this that it's little. How much would the the uh, the the guy doing the chopping be willing to take from what the guy who's getting his hand chopped off is willing to give? That's how you have to <coughs> fit it into the Lashon. Because the Lashon was, right, what was the Lashon? The Lashon was, it should say, uh, it, it shouldn't say little. It should say litain. So little is talking about how much would the person be willing to take, how much would the, 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 the chopper be willing to take based on what the person who's the victim is willing to give. That's, what, that's, that's how you fit it it's into the, the wording. Shot, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying to make the wording of fitting. Of okay. So that's, that's, that is the maskona. That's how you pinpoint the pain to calculate exactly how you can focus on the pain alone, even if there is damage. <laughs> Let's go weiter. Repoint. Doctor's fees. He called Chayyim If you damaged him, you have to have in addition to the, 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 the wound and the Chabola and the Nezek, you have to pay doctor's fees as well. Tanner Bon, we learned in a Brysa. If there were growths, infections, things that developed because of the wound, now the wound itself got healed. But now these secondary lesions, the other things that formed because of the wound, they are still there. That this is the Tanakama's opinion. That the Tanakama holds that if secondary complications arose because of the wound, even if the wound is healed, you're still higher on the secondary complications for both things, both for ripui, and if there's loss of work, you're high for sheves on the secondary complications, even though the original damage has been healed. Shalomach masamako. Now, if these things arose not because of the wound. The one's going to ask, obviously, it seems to be partial if it's Shalom Machas Maka. We'll see what, what Shalom Machas Maka means. But if it's not because of the wound, Einachayv the Reposo, the Einachayv Litan Lod May Shifto. So if it wasn't because of the wound, so then you have no obligation not 
for the treatment, paying for the treatment of the secondary, those things that are not really, di- it's not connected to the original wound, and you, there's, you don't have to pay for the unemployment that is uh, incurred because of it as well. <coughs> That's the four. We have three sheetas. That's sheeta number one. Sheeta number two, of Yehuda Omer. Av machas amako, even those secondary complications that develop because of the wound, you're only you only have to pay for the uh, medical treatment of these complications. But But any loss of work that results because of the secondary complications, you do not have to pay for the loss of work. We'll have to see exactly why how could that be? If it's because of the damage, we'll see. Chachomim Omrim Chachomim say it goes together because the Pesach says Rak Shifto Yitain Verapo Yorapa you have to pay Shifto for the loss of work Verapo Yorapa it's a package deal where you're paying for one you pay for the other and if you don't pay for one then you don't have to pay for the other as well so Shifto Verapo they're together if you're Chayev in unemployment then you're going to have to pay repo then you'll pay for the repo where does Shevis then Rapa Yerape no there's an argument with Hanukkah because according to they agree with Rabbi Yehuda that you don't have to pay for the unemployment but since you don't have to pay for the unemployment then you don't pay for the repo either so therefore then you don't have to pay for repo so we have three sheetas we still haven't figured out what the exact case is but we're talking about some type of secondary complication. According to Anakama, you're chai for both. According to Yehuda, you're chai for the repo, you're not the Shevis. And according to the, the, the Chachamim, if you're not chai for the Shevis, you're also not chai for the repo as well. Right? Everybody with me? One says like this. But my Kamiflugi, what exactly is it that they're arguing about? So one says like this. I'm a Rabbi said as follows. I found the Chachamim sitting in the yeshiva. The Yasvi Kaamri that they were sitting, sometimes means the, the, the yeshiva of Rav, sometimes doesn't, I don't know if it means that here. So they were sitting and they were saying the following. What we're dealing with is the following. Very interesting uh, phenomena. You have a situation where there is a wound. Now, the, if you tightly wrap the wound, you wrap it, you bandage it, it helps for the pain. The wrapping of the wound. But on the other hand, it also has detrimental impact. Because since you're not exposing it, it also could cause complications because you wrapped it. So the person himself is stuck in a, in a quandary. On the one hand, if I wrap it, I, I don't have as much pain. On the other hand, if I wrap it, I might have complications because I wrapped it. So that's the deal that we're talking about over here. They're dealing with whether a wound, there's a permiss- it's permissible to wrap this wound. That's what they're arguing about. The Rabbanon Sabri, the Rabbanon hold that Maka Nitna Laage is that a wound you are allowed to, the victim is allowed to wrap it to diminish the pain. And therefore, if any, since he's allowed to do it, any complications that arise from it, the perpetrator is still chayev. He's chayev for the report, the additional treatment, and he's chayev for unemployment that, 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 that is incurred because of it. Rabbi Yehuda Sava, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He holds, Maka, Aged, is that you cannot, you do not have the right to wrap a wound that is going to detrimentally impair the healing process. And therefore, like this, 
technically what should have happened, because you didn't have a right to wrap it, in, uh, the, wrap it the doctor said don't wrap it, and you wrapped it. Technically, the perpetrator should be potter from what? In, any from anything. But since the Torah says, rape, you rape, it doubles the lotion, that's to teach me that even if it, uh, it was machmas uh, amaka, even if you did the banding, you still, you're still going to be liable for the repui, but you're not going to be liable for the shavas, the unemployment. That's the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda says like this. So, uh, that, so he says that repui the tana bekra, that the pasuk repeated. Mechayev, there you're going to be chayev even though you shouldn't have wrapped it. Shevis for unemployment, the Lotana Bekra, which is not a double loss, and Rakshifta Yitain, so then Lo Mechayev, you're not going to pay for unemployment. So that's what the Chachamim was saying. At least we haven't got to the, the last Rabbonon. We just explained the Machlot, the Tanakama, and Rabbi Yehuda. So comes along Rabbah, I heard them saying, and I said, guys, that makes no sense. If you're telling me that you're not allowed to bandage the wound at all, and this victim went and bandaged it, that's a gross negligence. That's gross violation. How could the Torah still be Mechayev, the doctor, the, 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 the perpetrator, to pay for the medical treatment in such a case? It means it's not, Rabbi Yehuda's sheet would not make sense according to that, the way you're explaining it. I said to them, I, I said to them, if Rabbi Yehuda holds that you do not have a right to diminish the pain by wrapping the wound, so then Rabbi Yehuda should not be Mechayev for the treatment either. Everybody, all shitas hold that you're allowed to do a basic wrapping of the wound to mitigate the pain, even though it might adversely impact the healing process. However, but you can wrap it, but you're not allowed to wrap it excessively. I guess tightly or more bandages, that you don't have permission to do. That's the case we're dealing with over here. Not that you wrapped it, but what you did was you wrapped it excessively. I guess the tighter, the, the better it feels. That's what the problem was over here. So now, Rabbi Yehuda Savar, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that he holds, you don't have a right, you have a right to wrap it, but you don't have a right to wrap it excessively. So therefore, now this is not gross negligence, because you could hear that a person did it a little too tight, that he was supposed to be, he's allowed to wrap, so that's the case, the person did it too tight. So on there, the Torah is telling me, okay, since it says, rapa yarape, double lotion, even though you shouldn't have done it too tight, but if you did, you, the, 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 the perpetrator still has to pay the doctor bills. Ripoy detana bekra, the Torah repeated, rapa yarape, double lotion, mechayev. Sheves, the lotana bekra, the Torah did not repeat it, and you have done something, might not have been grossly negligent, but it is somewhat negligent, because you shouldn't have wrapped it so tight. So the sheves, lo mechayev, you're not chayev to, to, uh, to pay for. What did Rabbonin hold? Rabbonin Sabri, this is the Tanakama. This is the Tanakama. Rabbonin Sabri, Kevin Atana Bekra Beripui, Ashemes Damechav. I agree with you. Rabbe Yerapa is to tell me that you have to pay for doctor's fees even if the person wrapped it too tight. But since Ripui is next to Sheves, that tells me that Marbet, not only whatever applies by Ripui, also will apply by Sheves, and you're higher for both. So therefore, nami chayim the iskish ripui, the iskish leripui. They learn that the combination is to be marba, to include, and therefore you have to pay for both, even if you excessively wrapped it. What does Rabbi Yehuda do with it? I, the Torah does put the two together. So Rabbi Yehuda savar sheves lamechayev demata kra rak. 
Since the Torah wrote, Rak Shifta Yitain. Rak is a mute. It's an exclusionary statement. So therefore, that, that, that even though the two are together, but the double Lashon only helps for the Ripoy, the double Lashon does not help for the Shevis. And therefore, you only chive on the repoy when you excessively wrapped it according to Yehuda, but you're not chive on the Shevis. The Chachamim holds, since you're chive on the repoy, you're also chive on the Shevis as well. For Rabbanon, they hold that the rock is teaching me something different. The rock is not talking about where you wrapped it, excess, uh, by the case of where you wrapped it excessively. It's talking about rock is shalom machmas amakahu. That the rock is telling me that's an exclusion. You don't have to pay, not for the Shevis, not for the repoy, where the secondary complications were not because of the wound. That's where you don't have to pay. Exactly. So what's the, we're going to ask later on, why do I need a positive for that? Obviously, if it's not, we'll see. But that's what the rock is coming to teach me. That's rock, uh, that's who does, that's what's coming from. Now, so we explained the Chachomim. The Chachomim, well, you chai for Ripo, you chai for Shevis, and therefore, when you wrap it excessively, since you chai for Ripo, you chai for Shevis, Rabbi Huda holds, no, when you wrap it excessively, you only chai for Ripo, you're not chai for Shevis. Now, what the Chachomim have to say over here, they say you're chai for neither, when you wrap it excessively. How do they learn? Rabban and Basroi, they they hold Amri, They say no, since you're going to be potter in the Shevas, so you're also going to be potter in the Ripoy. You're potter in both, it's a package deal. And since we, they agree that you're, that you're potter in the Shevas, rock is excluding that you're potter in the Shevas, you also cover the Ripoy. So the only question you have to ask, according to them, no. then why did why the Torah write the word Rapa Yerapa as a double Lushan if it's not coming to be Mar by this case? So, uh, so therefore, Simon says like this, So Ripui the Tana Amali. So why the Torah double the uh, double the the, the lotion of Ripui? Simon says de This is needed for the famous teaching of Rabbi Yishmol. Means how do we know if Hakadosh Baruch Hu punishes somebody and afflicts him with a sickness or a disease? How do we know that a doctor is allowed to cure him? Or is allowed to treat him. Maybe Akarish Baruch Hu wants it that way. What do you have those? Uh, who are the, those uh, Seventh Day Adventists? They, they don't go to doctors. Maybe who says you're allowed to go to a doctor? Rapa Yerapa, the double lotion is to teach me that there's Mikansha, Nitnarishus, Larofalirapos, is that you have an obligation to treat. That this is telling you're not, you're not messing with God's work. If you treat, forget he wants you to treat. Sigmund says like this. Sigmund says like this. Me bayulet a katan drav yishmol. The tan drav yishmol. Oimer verapa yerapa mekan shenitan rishus la rofe lerapos. That the extra loshon over here is to imarva that the doctor has a right, has an obligation actually to treat somebody. So basically, what we're saying is that it comes out the three sheetas are according to the Tanakama, they, it's a package deal where you chai for the one, you chai for the other. According to Yehuda, you're, uh, and, and it's somebody where you excessively wrapped it. According to Yehuda, you're only rapa, you're rapa, telling you chai for the excessive wrapping, but I mean, you're going to have to pay, even if it's excessively wrapped, but Yeshevas, you're not chai, rakshifta, you don't pay for that. And according to the Chacham Basra, since you're part on the Shevas, you're also part on the Ripoy, the double lotion of rapa, you're is coming to teach me something else. Tana Rabbonon, we learned in a Brisa. Minayin, from where do we know? Shim alabot smachim, if they're growths. You have these secondary complications, these growths grew. Machmasamaka, that it's uh, attributable to the fact that you caused the initial wound. Venisteramak, even if the initial wound was cured. Shachayvlerposo, shifto, that you have to pay for both. This is the Tanakamo. 
right? Talmud Loma, Rag Shifta, Yitain, Virapa, Yurapa. That could be everyone, everyone, it's not necessarily Tana Kam, because it's not tomorrow when you wrapped it excessively over here. Okay, there's some. That Yochai for excessive, for secondary gold, there could be everybody. Because, <coughs> now, that you might think that maybe I'm also not responsible when it's, you might think I'm not responsible if, uh, I'm sorry, Yachal, you might think that you're Chayev, even if it's something that wasn't attributed to the initial damage. Talmud Loma, Rock. That's what the Rock is coming to teach me, that no. Only if it's directly attributable to the initial Maka, but not if it's not attributable to the original Maka. The one's going to ask the Chayev, that's Pasha Bosi. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi, the son of the Rabbi Yehuda we had before. He held, Omer, Af Machmas HaMaka, Potur. He says that even Mahmasamako, you're also potter for the secondary damages. Now we'll see exactly what he's hold. Because Shanamar, because it says Rak, and Rak tells me to exclude from the secondary damage that you don't have to pay. So now, how do we explain this Rabyosi Yehuda? He holds that if there is a direct wound, you're high for the wound, you're high for Sheves and Ripui. But if it's not direct, if it's indirect, then you are a second, secondary, then you're potter. So, Ikeda Amri, Af Machmasamaka, potter legamri, that you hold, it must be that he holds that you're potter legamri, like the Rabbana Basroi. Now, it means, you have to explain, it's talking about why is it called secondary? It's called secondary because it's, uh, that you wrapped it. It was somehow you excessively wrapped it. And since you excessively wrapped it, and since you're potter in the Sheves, you're also potter in the repo. And then he'll be holding, like Rav Lechachomim Basroi, Right? Even though the Bryson doesn't say we told about we excessively wrapped it, but neither did it say before. That's how we're going to explain it. And the Igra Amri, when he says that you're potter, he means Av Machmas Potter, he holds you're only potter from Shevis. But you're still going to be Chayv in the Ripui. Again, when you excessively wrap it, you're Chayv for the secondary things, only the Ripui, because it's his Rapa, your Rapa, but you're potter in Shevis. And if you hold that, then Rabbi Yosef Yehuda is holding like Rabbi Yehuda his father. Then he says, come on, we'd be holding Kavua like his father. Okay, now, uh, the, the, uh, if you learn that the Pshad is somewhat excessively wrapping, then the Tanakama in the Brisa that holds where you accept the content uh, is that if it's Machmasamako, but it was where you excessively wrapped it, that's how we're learning the Pshad over here, then it comes out that that would be, that would be the Tanakama of our Bryce before as well. But let's go back and explain a clause here which doesn't make so much sense. Amar Mar, the master said, You might think that you're also high to pay for something even if it wasn't because of the wound. You're paying for the se- for, for uh, uh, characteristics that developed that, uh, uh, that, that that wasn't because of the wound. You might think you're high Talmud Lomar, rock. Someone says, I need a posik and an exclusion of posik tell me that if I damaged you and something else happened that's not connected in any way, I need to know that I'm potter from that. Someone says like this, I need a posik to exclude. Someone says, No, what does it mean? It doesn't mean that it has no connection whatsoever. <laughs> of course, if a, you hit a guy, you, you, you hit a guy uh, and, and, and you, you smashed his face. And he gets a growth on his arm. <laughs> There's no havamina that I'm potter for what happened on his arm. So what does it mean, Shalom Ahmasamako? Kedesanya, like we learned in a brisa. Haresha, Avral Divei Rofe. Then we talk about a situation where the doctor told him, Rabbi Yid, 
in order for you to get healed, you can't eat certain foods, right? I know you have a sweet tooth, but unfortunately, is that he told him he's not allowed to eat sweets. For achal dvash, or kolmenemasik, or any other type of desserts, of sweet foods, he couldn't hold back and he ate. And because of that, the wound got worse. Now, it's still shalom machmasamako. It's not because of directly because the guy hit him. It's because of the of what he ate. So and therefore he told him not. The doctor told him not to do it because these things are are damaging to the wound. And because of that, the the, the wound developed certain uh, a certain condition called gargusni. We'll see in a moment what it is. You might think you know what? Still, it's still your fault. You know, it's not fair that you impede him on this guy's lifestyle that he can't eat sweet things. And therefore, even though he ate it, he shouldn't have eaten it, you are still the reason why this is happening. Maybe the perpetrator still has to pay. Talmud Loma, Rak. No, you don't have to pay for it. That's on the victim. That's not on the perpetrator. My Gargusni, what exactly is this condition called Gargusni? Samrabaya, it is Naaso Karichto. Dead flesh. Means the flesh dies. I got gangrene. I don't know what it is. The flesh dies in in the wound because of the the sugar that is introduced into the body. So my say, how do you how do you cure it? So aloe, you have to bring aloe. The kira is wax. The kalba, kalba is resin. That's the, the stuff that's found at the bottom of the barrel of the wine. That you bring those things, you mix it together, and you smear it, and that helps regenerate the flesh. The e, alright. So therefore, that's that. Now we're now we're going to a, a a new point. What happens if the perpetrator says like this? He says, "You know what? I can cure you. I'm a doctor. Yeah, I know I caused you the damage, but I'm a doctor. Let, come, come into my offices, and I'll cure you." So e amalei asayich ano. Let me cure you. The victim has a right. Fantastic insight that you see that the chachamim back then understood the emotional psychological aspect of being treated. It's not just physical, but it requires the, there's an emotional or psychological part as well. And therefore, I look at you like a lion. You're the guy that just damaged me. There's no way I can get treated by you. Means that you don't have a because mentally it won't it won't be there. Someone says like this: Amalei, dummies are like Arya Arva. You look at me. I look at you like an amb- ambushing lion, like a lion lying in wait. And you're going to be my doctor. You're going to be treating me. He says, you know what? I have a doctor, I have a guy, he's a good buddy of mine. He, he treats for free. So therefore, I have an obligation to treat you, but I'm going to bring my doctor that's going to treat you for free. The victim can say, famous statement, a doctor that treats for nothing, magen shav is worth nothing. You Therefore, you get what you pay for. Meaning like this, that you that the, the liability and responsibility is incurred by the fact that the person is paying you. But when you feel you're doing somebody a favor, you don't feel that sense of liability. So you don't have that over you that's your reputation because you're not you don't feel that sense of liability. I'm doing a favor. Now you're gonna come and complain. Right? That's why I don't take favors. You can't afford favors, right? Moses is like this. What if he says, you know what? I have a doctor. I'm going to fly him in from New York. And he'll, he'll take payment. I guess it's cheaper for me to do so. But I want you to take this out-of-town doctor. 
A doctor that's far away has no problem blinding someone's eye. Again, he's leaving town. His reputation's not on the line. He's nothing invested in this. He's not from the community. You have a right to say, I don't want that kind of a doctor. I want a doctor that's sticking around, that's here, that I can consult with, that takes responsibility, and his reputation is on the line. What's that? With all this back and forth, this is going to get better. Let's say the other way around. The victim says, you know what? You pay me and I'll find the doctor. Right? Instead of you finding a doctor that I'm happy with, let me, give me the money and I'll go find the doctor. Amalei, she says, the, the, the perpetrator says, no, it's a, it's a bottomless pit. Because Pashata ben you're going to be negligent with yourself. Right? Because it's not your money. You just don't. So then I'm going to have to keep paying because you're not going to get better because you might not get the right treatment and I'm responsible for it. So I'm not giving you the money up front and you go find the doctor. Vishok called me, no, it's fine. You're going to come take from me more than I need. I need to pay. Whatever he says like this. Listen, you know what? I hear you. You're worried about that it's going to be endless. If I find I'm going to, I'll tell you like this. Let's create a, a, an upper limit. You don't have to pay more than $10,000. You give me the ten grand, or call it quits. I'll find someone. Right. Even more, knowing that you have $10,000 in your pocket, you're going to seek out mediocre help. Because why? Because you want to hold on to the, ba- the left balance. And then you're going to be walking around, limping around town for the rest of your life. And anytime someone sees you, what are they going to say? I did it. Like they're going to be calling me the Sharamuad. I don't want to have that. I want you cured because I don't want to have that responsibility. The Karelay Sharamazik. I'm going to be called the Sharamazik because you're not going to get the full treatment that you need because you want to hold on to the balance of the money. Okay. So Tana, we learned in a brisa. The Kula Mishtalmin Bemakam Nezik. That all of the five damages are not independent payments when there is no Nezik. They all are paid accompanying when there is Nezek. Means you might have thought again that Nezek is all encompassing. No. That yes, in addition to paying the Nezek, you also have to pay the other four, even though you're already paying for the Nezek, which could be a substantial amount. Banana Mili says, where do we know that from? Where do we know that all of these things are paid even if though you're paying the Nezek? So Amra Zimish Maidurov, Amakro, Petzatakas Potza. That in the Pasuk, remember we had the purpose of Petzatachas Patsa is to teach me is that the payment of Tsar is paid even if you're pay, even though you're paying Nezek. Petzatachas Patsa Litan Tsar B'Mokam Nezek. So says the Gemara that in, uh, we have another drosha that uses Petzatachas Patsa. We had it earlier in the Masechta. I, Lechor Hami Boyole, the redundancy of Petzatachas Patsa we used, the Rabba Sholukamezid, Vaanus Kerotson, that we said, Adam Muad Laola. Man always has to make payment. For all, for, for, and for Nezek, man always has to pay whether he did it inadvertently, as if he did it on purpose, and even if it was accidentally, he also has to pay like he did it on purpose. There is a machlok as we've shown him, if it's mamash and honest gomer. We had cheated before, if it's an honest gomer, it might be that you're potter. But anyway, the point is, that was learned from Petzatakas Potza. So therefore, why, how can you tell me that it's extra to teach me that you have to pay for tsar, for Mokam Nezek? 
The word Pachas didn't have to be written. If you just wrote Petzah Petzah, I would have learned that your Chayv owners Karotzon Shogek Amazing, but you didn't have to write the word Pachas. The fact that I wrote the extra word Pachas allows us to learn a second Rasha, which teaches that you have to pay for Tsar B'Mokum Nezek. So my Petzah Tachas Petzah, why does it have to write the extra word Pachas? Maminatarti. Rapapa Mishmeida Rava Amar. Rapapa said in the name of Rava, Amar Kro. He says like this. Is that the Pazak says, Verapa Yerapa. Now we figure, Fedavat Tsar. Now we're getting to Rafur. How do we know that you have to pay for Ripui, even though you're paying the greater amount for Nezek? Litain Rafur Bamakam Nezek. The double Lushan is to tell me that you have to pay even though you're paying for the Nezek. Says the Gemara, Lechora, Fahami Boilek, Dhani Rabbi Shmol. Don't we learn out, Rapa Yerapa, to teach me the, 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 the global drosha of Rabbi Shmol, Dhani Rabbi Shmol, Rapa Yerapa, Mekan Chanitin Roshul Zorovel Rapos, is that we need to know from here the doctors have permission or actually are required to, according to some, to heal. So, Imke, Nechtov Kra, Verofa Yerapa. It didn't have to write Verapa Yerapa. The fact it could have been Verofa Yerapa. It didn't write Verofa Yerapa. It wrote Rapa Yerapa. Shmami no. We can learn both. We can learn both. The doctor has a responsibility to heal. And what else? Yerchai for Ripoi Vamakom Nezek. Says the Gemara, but we still needed the double lotion for something else. We had on the Ahmed Aleph that the fact that it has double lotion is to tell me that your Chayev, even where you double wrapped, where you wrapped too excessively, that, and, 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 and because of that, uh, there was complications, that you're still Chayev, so Lechor don't we need it for that. The doubles that the Gdam, we needed the double to teach me Chayev. For ripoy, even if you're not chayv for shevus, or even uh, you are going to be chayv for shevus, but you chayv where you did it, uh, where, the, where the person violated the the doctor's uh, rules. So imkain lema krot. Still, there's a third rush. It could, it could have said rapo rape. Oh, yerape yerape. Why does it change in the verb? It changes the form of the word. My yerape yerape. So you're learning out. You can learn out three things. The fact that it said Rofa Yerape, it could have just said Rofa Yerape. So you can more, learn here more than just the Nitna Rishus Lerapos. And the fact that it doesn't say for in, the, in the same tense, Rape Rape or Yerape Yerape. So you can learn not only that Yerchayev at Sarve Makom Nezek, but you're also Chayev for uh, secondary complications where there was some negligence on behalf of the victim. Shmami no, litain refuv makam nezek. So it's coming to teach me for refuv makam nezek as well. Says the Gemara like this: the fact that you need to have drushes for these cases to tell me that you have to pay for them, e- even when in conjunction with paying the nezek, that implies that it's, you could count, you'd have to pay for them even if there is no nezek. Where are four cases, where in these four cases is there situations that there was no damage, but you would still have Ripoy and Sheves and Tsar and Boshes? How do we have that without nezek? The Gemara wants to know. Michlal, we can infer the Mishkachas Lehu, that you can find these cases, Shalob Makum Nezek, even when there is no nezek. Says the Gemara, Shalob Makum Nezek, Hech Mishkachas, how do you find that? 
Where Tsar Kedektani. Tsar, we had the case in our Mishnah. What was the case of Tsar? Chava Beshvud, you burnt him with a spit, or the Masma, you damaged him with a nail. Afila al Tsipona, even if it's on his fingernail, which is what? Makam Shaina Osa Chabura, you're still Chayv the Tsar. So that's the case of Tsar where there would be no Nezik. How do you have Ripui? I'm going to give an example of Ripui. I'm not sure I fully understand it. The more case of Ripui is like this. You damaged a guy. And now the wound is healing. Right? David Koivle Midi, that uh, there was some kind of wound that was hurting him. The Solik, and it's healing. The, the wound is healing fine. But I see lay Sama Kharifa, and the perpetrator now takes some type of medicine, some caustic chemical. The Achvore Lebisre, and he bleached the flesh. He bleached the flesh. Now the flesh has turned white. Looks like Tsaras. Okay? He's bleached the flesh. Now, the damage that he did is only cosmetic in nature. It's not an actual wound. The wound was already there. But since he caused him some contamination, the Chiddush is that you have to pay for the healing process. Even though there's no wound, you still have to treat it in order to get it back to its normal complexion. So therefore, the Tzarek Le'uzve Le'isamo, he has to pay for medication, Lankute Gavna de Bisre, to restore the, 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 the complexion of the original skin. That's how you could have Rafua without having actual damage. Shevis, where do we have a situation of, that there's unemployment, even though there was no damage? You take a guy, you lock him in a chamber, and you keep him there, and he misses six days of, of work. Okay. You have to pay for Shevas, even though there's no actual physical damage. And Boshas, and where do you have Boshas? Embarrassment. Is there Rakhle Bapi? You spit in someone's face. Spit in someone's face. There's Boshas, but there is no physical damage. Okay. Um, Alright, gentlemen, I guess we stopped here.